contemplative prayer and centering prayer, listening to God's voice within. What exactly is contemplative prayer? It begins with a practice called centering prayer, a meditative technique in which the practitioner focuses on a chosen sacred word or mantra that he repeats to still the mind. Another term for this is Lectio Divina, which is Latin for divine reading. I quote from Method of Centering Prayer inspired by the book Open Mind, Open Heart by monk and priest Thomas Keating. He states, Choose a sacred word as the symbol of your intention to consent to God's presence and action within. The sacred word is chosen during a brief period of prayer to the Holy Spirit. Use a word of one or two syllables such as God, Jesus, Abba, Father, Mother, Mary, Amen. Other possibilities include love, listen, peace, mercy, let go, silence, stillness, faith, trust. The instructions continue that the sacred word is not to be changed during prayer because that would be engaging in thought. The sacred word is the anchor. If thoughts, feelings or distractions intrude, the sacred word should be repeated until all is stillness again. Thomas Merton, an American Catholic writer, mystic, and Trappist monk of the Abbey of Gethsemane in Kentucky in the mid-1900s describes the goal of centering prayer this way. At the center of our being is a point of nothingness which is untouched by sin and by illusions, a point of pure truth. This little point is the pure glory of God in us. It is in everybody. This is the same lie that Satan, posing as a serpent, told Eve in the Garden of Eden. Just eat the fruit. You are only one step away from discovering the God within you. However, the Bible says that there is no good thing within us. Romans 7, 18. Even our righteousness is filthy rags. Isaiah 64, verse 6. And we drink iniquity like water. Job 15, 16. Thus, no amount of focusing or mind-stilling practices are going to help us connect with an untainted divinity within. It just ain't happening. Forgive my southern slang. The Bible teaches us to walk by faith, not sight, but contemplative prayer encourages feelings and sensations over doctrines and truth. The Bible teaches that our hearts are wicked, and that only by accepting Christ's sacrifice on Calvary can we be saved. God's Old Testament people offered a morning and evening sacrifice. Today, this could be the equivalent of morning and evening devotions as we renew our commitment to Christ and trust in His blood. The practice of centering prayer is encouraged for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening each day. Remember, the devil is an expert at counterfeits. While true biblical meditation is thought-filled and active, the goal of centering prayer is to clear one's mind from all thoughts and concerns until conscious thought ceases, known as entering the silence, so that one can more clearly hear the voice of God within. While focusing on Jesus or words in Scripture may appear innocent after all, Aren't we supposed to meditate on Scripture? And don't we want to hear God's voice more clearly? This popular prayer technique is very dangerous 
as it provides a relaxed mental state in which a voice, internal or external, can begin to speak and mold the mind. While thinking they're hearing God's voice, people are actually being put in touch with the voices of evil spirits. Unfortunately, this popular prayer discipline is being practiced now in many Christian denominations and prayer circles. Again, it's just Satan's same old poison called spiritualism, packaged in a new way for there is no biblical support for this type of prayer. Contemplative prayer, which is just another mystical practice that enables one to enter an altered state of consciousness, originated in the 3rd and 4th centuries by the Desert Fathers, Catholic monks who practiced Eastern mysticism in the Middle East. It was passed on through the centuries and eventually adopted by Ignatius Loyola in the 1500s, who successfully built the foundation upon which it stands today. While Christian advocates may deny this, it's just another form of self-hypnosis, and it parallels popular forms of meditation, as well as many of the practices of Zen Buddhism, Hinduism, and the occult. It's a purely subjective experience that emphasizes feelings over facts. Interestingly, those who have practiced contemplative prayer and have come out of this movement report that it's like being on a drug. It's addicting and gives you a wonderful emotional high, just like taking LSD. People who practice this type of prayer even report feeling a deep inner peace and enlightenment. Because of this, they think they have reached a higher level of spirituality and attainment. However, it's not God's higher level or God's peace. Rather, they have just opened the door wide to the deadly deception of spiritualism. Referring to this new kind of spiritualism embracing the Christian world, Ellen White writes, It is true that spiritualism is now changing its form and, veiling some of its more objectionable features, is assuming a Christian guise. But its utterances from the platform and the press have been before the public for many years, and in these its real character stands revealed. While it formally denounced Christ and the Bible, it now professes to accept both. But the Bible is interpreted in a manner that is pleasing to the unrenewed heart, while its solemn and vital truths are made of no effect. Love is dwelt upon as the chief attribute of God, but it is degraded to a weak sentimentalism, making little distinction between good and evil. God's justice, His denunciations of sin, the requirements of His holy law are all kept out of sight. The people are taught to regard the Decalogue as a dead letter. Pleasing, bewitching fables captivate the senses and lead men to reject the Bible as the foundation of their faith. Christ is as verily denied as before, but Satan has so blinded the eyes of the people that the deception is not discerned. Nothing but the power of God, granted in answer to the earnest prayer of faith, can deliver these ensnared souls. Again and again, I must bring it back to the Word. Have you noticed my relentless emphasis here? But God's Word is our divine key, not only to opening the storehouse of heaven's blessing in answer to prayer, but to opening the prison doors of deception in trapping millions today. If we don't know the genuine truths of Scripture, 
we are setting ourselves up for automatic spiritual downfall. We are allowing ourselves to be locked in the prison of error and deception. Only God can deliver us.